This is News Talk 980 CKNW. You are live with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here in studio today. We've got a lot to talk about on today's program. Later on, the Hot 5 Money Apps. Great apps to help you save and manage your money. We'll also be talking about car sharing with the Evo app. And of course, uh, our weekly crazy and travel apps. On the line right now, I've uh, got my good friend, tech expert Ted Kritsonos, uh, who I actually... Uh, just got back from New York with. Uh, thanks for joining us today, Ted. Great to be with you, Mike. So it was a pretty uh, exciting trip because we got to uh, actually uh, go to New York for the, uh, I guess, the, the launch of the Samsung Galaxy uh, Note 8, uh, which is uh, the latest, uh, uh, I guess, uh, flagship phone for the Samsung folks. And uh, kind of poignant as well because, uh, you know, they... Uh, uh, we're coming off the back of the Samsung uh, Note 7, which uh, had uh, a lot of problems. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, uh, that was a device that was a disaster, ultimately, for the company. And they're hoping to, to turn the corner. Well, not turn the corner, because I think the company's fine. But I think in, in, to reinvigorate the line, I think, they're trying to do that with this phone. Mind you, the you know this device is really a big carryover from the Galaxy S8. Um, you know, you saw it too, right? Like, they look kind of similar to some degree. Um, but there have definitely been some differences that set them apart. Well, it was interesting because uh, during the uh, event itself, uh, they, uh, bef- you know, as the whole event was starting, uh, they they acknowledged the uh, you know the issues uh, that uh, they had with the uh, the Note Seven, uh, and very humble about it, and uh, you know really tried to thank uh, you know the Samsung supporters uh, that you know still really believed in them. Yeah, I mean they've owned it, right? Like they've owned it. I mean they haven't shied away from it. They've uh, Apparently, they tested the battery for the Note 8, uh, you know, like, to a ridiculous level to make sure that uh, it doesn't blow up. So I think this phone will be okay uh, compared to last year's model. So let's talk about the differences. Uh, like you said, uh, it looks yeah. very similar to the Samsung uh, Galaxy S8 and S8 Plus, but what sets this one apart from those? The first thing is the dual lens in the back. So you have a second lens in the, in the rear. Um, I should mention also that they... they did a bit of a buffer zone with the fingerprint sensor because, as you recall, with the S8, they moved the fingerprint sensor to the back and then put it right next to one of the, the camera lens, right? So it became a bit of a problem because people were touching and smudging the lens. So now they put it next to the flash, uh, and so, you know, that way you're not touching the lens. Uh, the second lens that they've added in the back is the zoom lens. There's a, a two times optical zoom at the same zoom level that the iPhone 7 Plus has. And the difference here is that the aperture is a little bit wider, so it's an F2. 2.4, and both lenses have optical stabilization, and you can use both to shoot in a mode that's called live focus, where the, fore- uh, the foreground subject is in focus, but in the background, you can adjust the blur with the slider after you've taken a shot. I think that was, i got to be honest, the biggest thing for me. I love taking pictures with my smartphone. Uh, I loved what uh, Apple did with the iPhone uh, 7 Plus, having the dual lenses and being able to do those portrait modes. You know kind of like those high-end DSLR cameras, uh, you know, the person is in focus in the foreground and everything's got like this dreamy blur-like uh, state behind it. And this this new Samsung Note 8 is amazing, freaking amazing. Like there's a little slider that you can actually adjust the blur uh, behind the person or whatever object you have in focus. It is, it's almost like magical. It is. Now, mind you, this is not the first time I've seen this technology. Uh, HTC did it way back with the M8. Uh, the difference in that case was, though, that the second lens was only served that purpose. It only served the purpose of creating a type of field effect. In this case, Samsung has a second lens that actually you can shoot with. So even if you want to just shoot normally and get closer to the subject, 
that's far away, let's say a building or something like that, you can zoom in with it. But for the live focus features, no question. I mean, I, think I see a lot of people, uh, you know, that are going to have the phone that are using that in social media to be a little bit more artistic, I think, with some of their portraits or, you know, regular photos that they're going to take. I, I, I'm, I'm still loving that feature. What I love, too, is that you can actually adjust the slider for, you know, how uh, blurry the background is, uh, you know, as you're taking the picture. But you can even adjust it after the picture is taken. You can go into your, your photo gallery and actually still work that picture. It's it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to commit to, well, how much blur you want uh, right away, right? Uh, you can you can do it, in, in, you know, after the fact and then save that version of the image as well. Um, and, and yeah, no, it's, it's a pretty cool feature for sure. I, I think we should also touch on the pen because, uh, you know, I, I know that you've got to try it a little bit too. Uh, the pen naturally differentiates the device compared to the S8, right? The S8, of course, doesn't have a pen. Um, and I think they say that they made it a little bit more responsive. And, you know, that might be true. I need to test it more to, to be sure about that. But uh, I like the fact that you can, you can write messages and then send them as gifts whether you're messaging them to, you know, through text message or WhatsApp or, or things like that. And they're animated, right? So they can be animated messages that you send, or even if you if you write them on a photo, they will animate within the photo too. So, you know, that's pretty neat, actually. Uh, I did like that. One feature I liked about the pen as well, and it's just, you know, it clicks out from the bottom uh, quite nicely. Um, you can even just kind of run the, the pen tip across, uh, say, for example, you're on a foreign language webpage, a German webpage. You can just run the, uh, the pen across a sentence and have it automatically translated for you, and even currencies translated, uh, you know, into your, your local currency as well. So that's, that was, that's new, right? Because in, in, in the Note 7, you can only do one word at a time. So they've expanded that now where you can do an entire sentence uh, in one shot or you can you can convert currency as well. So, I, I you know, I think in restaurants, uh, that's going to be a big deal for sure. There's so much more to talk about this uh, new phone. It, it really is kind of at the top of its uh, game right now. We'll be talking about it more in uh, the shows to come. Uh, I believe it's coming out September 15th. You can uh, order it uh, or pre-order it online now through uh, most of uh, you know the carriers here in Canada. So uh, if you get a chance, Google it, check it out. It uh, really uh, is amazing. Thanks for joining us today, Ted. Always a pleasure, Mike. Thank you. Ted Christonos joining us from New York. Let's go to the other side of the fence now with the iPhone tip of the week. iPhone tip of the week. Unleash the power of your iOS device. What have you got for us, Graham? This week's iPhone tip of the week is how to level with things in your life with your iPhone. No, we're not talking about having a serious conversation with your furniture. I'm talking about using your iPhone as a spirit level. So this is a cool feature that's a little bit hidden away. You launch it by opening the Compass app that's built into any iPhone, and then you swipe to the right. Ta-da, you've got an instant spirit level. So the interesting part of this app is that it can do traditional leveling, both horizontally, vertically, as well as on the diagonals. But it can also level on more than one plane, so you can tip the phone sort of backwards and forwards and get a level measurement there as well. So this is incredibly handy for work around the house, but it can also fit into some more professional applications on the go. So that is your iPhone tip of the week, using your iPhone as a spirit level with the Compass app. Thank you, Graham. When we come back, car sharing apps, specifically with Evo. We'll also talk about iCloud Backup, what it's all about, how to use it, and why you should be using it if you have an iPhone or iPad. And also the Hot 5 Finance and Money apps. Stay tuned. You're back with the App Show. Mike, Christina, and Graham in studio today. Still lots more to talk about. We'll be continuing continuing our iCloud series this week. It's uh, iCloud Backup how to and why you should be using it. Uh, we'll also be talking about the top five uh, finance or, or money apps and uh, the crazy app of the week, not hot dog. 
What's that all about? Well, you'll find out. Stay tuned for that. I want to talk about car sharing now and car sharing apps. On the line, we've uh, got our guest, Ty Sylvie. He's with uh, Evo. You've probably seen their cars driving all over uh, the place. Well, how do you get one of those cars? How does it all work? We're going to find out. Ty, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. Good morning. Ty, uh, so tell our listeners uh, what Evo is all about and how they get to start using it. So Evo is a uh, free-floating car share service, and uh, it's really about uh, convenience. So you can find a, an Evo floating around the city, either walk up to it or find one with your app, uh, walk up to it, start a trip, drive to where you want to go, end your trip, and that's it. So it's a super simple way to get from uh, point A to point B. And so this is uh, typically all done through the Evo app, and that's available on iPhone and Android? Yeah, that's right. And what does it take to sign up for uh, an account? It's quite simple. It, uh, you can sign up, sign up online. There is a, uh, a registration fee that um, if you find our, our street teams around the city, they'll, they'll waive it and give you a promo code for it. But you sign up for that, and it's really a pay-as-you-go service, so you don't, there's no annual fees. It's just a, a $0.41 cents per minute. Uh, there's also an hourly and daily rate if you want to uh, use the car for longer. But uh, parking insurance and everything else is free, so it's, it's just uh, on-demand pay-as-you-go once you sign up. And for the listeners who haven't tried it before, once they've signed up, like how how difficult or easy is the app to use? Uh, very simple. There, you, you basically you could, you open the app. Um, you have the ability to reserve a car um, for up to thirty minutes, and which gives you the time to walk up to the car, uh, find the closest one to you, and uh, you press another button, which starts your trip, and away you go. You climb into the car. That that button unlocks the unlocks the Toyota Prius C. Uh, you can push push button start. Uh, and away you go. And when you get to your final destination, you just uh, get up, exit the car, and close the door. And you don't even have to end it on your trip. The, uh, the, your rental ends itself within 15 minutes of walking away from the vehicle. Now, you mentioned the, uh, the Prius vehicle there. This is something that I actually really like about the service. Can you tell us a little bit more about the actual difference between this and some of the other cars that are on the market? Yes, yeah, so we have, we have 1,250 cars on the market today just in the, in the Vancouver region. And it, uh, all 1,250 of them are the Toyota Prius C, which is the most fuel-efficient uh, hybrid on the market. It's, it's the, the smallest uh, Prius C of the bunch. Uh, we have upfitted all of ours with bikes and ski racks. You know, the ski racks um, and bike racks are really, especially the bike racks are really there to be to promote kind of the multi-mobility aspect of uh, transportation in this market, but also allow access into the mountains and things like that if you want to go for a bike ride. Um, yeah, so, and all the vehicles are the same, so they have a homogenous fleet. They're easy to find. Uh, they're, they're four doors. They're um, very fuel efficient. Uh, and we really find that's the right car for the, the, this particular market. And you're talking about the 41 uh, cents per minute. Like, what are, what are the hourly and yeah. daily rates look like? So the hourly rate is is uh, 14.99 and the daily rate's $89. The um and what happens is if you if you if you hit the 37 minute mark uh, throughout your trip you'll just get bumped to the to the hourly rate. So whichever, you know, it, you you're on a minute rate or an hourly rate based on whatever the lowest uh, number is. Um and so that's how it works. We have a, you know, we have use cases of, of all sorts. So people use uh, Evo to to commute, to, to run errands, to go to the beach for the day, uh, to go up to Grouse Mountain. Um, really, any type of trip can be an Evo trip. And so you, we have use cases that, that go across minute rates and hour rates and day rates as well. And uh, when you, when you uh, I guess, sign out one of these cars, uh, you have to park it again at, in uh, an Evo-designated parking space. Not necessarily. So we have a, we have uh, free parking anywhere in and around Vancouver. So you can park an Evo in a permit or residential zone. 
when you're in high density areas like downtown and uh, around meters, there are dedicated Evo spaces there, so you can't you can't end your trip within a meter uh, a metered spot. But we have uh, a ton of secured parking downtown in the downtown core. You just you can find that information and those locations on your app. But anywhere else in the city within the home zone, you can end your trip anywhere on in a legal spot. And in the Vancouver area, what uh, uh, I guess cities and municipalities are we talking about? So we have uh, the majority of the city of Vancouver. Um, part of North Vancouver and the majority of New West. We also have satellite zones in uh, university campuses such as UBC, uh, SFU, BCIT, Cap College, and um, and a satellite zone in Metro Town. Very cool. We're talking with Ty Sylvie with Evo, the car sharing service. Uh, this is uh, done through BCAA. Yeah, BCA launched Evo in uh, March of 2015. So we've been we've grown very quickly. We launched with 250 cars and. Over the last couple of years, grown quickly, expanded our home zone a number of times, and uh, grew the fleet to 1250, as I mentioned earlier. Thanks for joining us today, Ty. Yeah, thanks for having me. Ty Sylvie, uh, talking about the Evo car sharing service, a, a free download for the app anyway uh, on the iPhone and Android uh, app stores. going to switch gears now and uh, continue our iCloud series, uh, and this week we're talking about iCloud Backup. So, Graham, uh, tell us about iCloud Backup for the uh, iPhone and uh, the iPad users out there. So iCloud Backup is probably the most essential service that you never really want to have to use, but will use probably every every one or two years. Essentially, the idea here is that your phone on iCloud Backup is constantly, when it's on Wi-Fi, backing up to the cloud and telling the cloud, this is what I have on me. So this is backing up your... uh, your pictures, it's backing up your contacts, it's backing up the apps that are on your phone. And so it's using that iCloud uh, service, that iCloud space that you have to basically make an image of your phone at any given time. So I just checked mine and mine was actually done early this morning at 2 a.m., which means that all of the stuff that I have on there, if my phone was to go missing, uh, if I were to get a new phone, all I have to do is log in with my iCloud ID and it downloads everything again. So if you've ever gone through that process where you've got a new phone and you send that note to all your friends, hey, got a new phone, I need you to send me your contacts. Uh, This is actually the thing that prevents you from having to do that. It basically gives you the software of your phone up in the cloud that you download to a new phone or a new tablet instantly just by logging in with iCloud. Very, very handy service. And this is automatically turned on when you launch your iPhone? That's correct, yeah. So basically we all get five gigabytes of storage uh, for free. And we mentioned earlier that there are four different plans up to about uh, $9.99 per month for the two terabyte uh, service. So basically five gigabytes doesn't give you a ton of storage. No. But as you step up to the, uh, the 50 gig or the 200 gig or the two terabyte, it's making these images in the cloud for you. And so it is turned on automatically. So if you're receiving a notification saying that you need to upgrade your storage, it's possibly because you've got too many photos or you've got your backup in the cloud that's taking up that much space. So that's really why it's worth spending the dollar or $3 or $10 to get the iCloud upgrade. There you have it. iCloud backup, uh, a necessity for anyone with an iPhone or iPad, just makes it easy. You don't have to worry about plugging it into your computer and manually backing it up. It's just doing it for you. And it just saves everything. Let's uh, switch gears now and uh, check out the Android side. Android tip of the week. Make the most of your Android smartphone. And on the line for our Android tip this week, Ted Kritsonos. Thanks for joining us, Ted. Hey, Mike. So uh, the Android tip this week has got to do with Android Auto. Tell our listeners uh, what you got. Yeah, so Android Auto, uh, which originally was launched as a uh, as a projection platform that would work on compatible head units in a car 
Uh, from last year, they, uh, they meaning Google, uh, launched it as a standalone app. So you don't necessarily need to have uh, a certain head unit or anything in your car, and you can just run it basically on uh, on your phone on its own. So if you have Bluetooth in your car or you know an aux-in port or something like that, you still get the audio rooting through uh, the car stereo, and uh, you can still use Google Maps and Waze uh, or Spotify or Google Play Music. Very cool. So uh, this is uh, kind of a cool thing. So what does it do differently when it's in auto mode? So it's uh, it just basically allows you to use certain apps in an, in an automotive setting, so to speak. So, you know, for example, Google Play Music or Spotify, the, the interface will look a little different. Um, Waze will not have all the features when it's in Android Auto, but it still works pretty well. I've been testing it actually the last couple of weeks. And uh, then, you, of course, you have Google Maps as well. So the idea being that you can, you know, sort of tap with bigger buttons when, you know, to, to, to change things or to change apps, uh, things like that, kind of basic things like that. And I think that because it's pretty easy to use, um, you know, you can kind of use an older tablet if you want uh, and sort of put that in there if you want a bigger screen or you can use a phone specifically for that purpose. Uh, so long as it has some sort of a, a connection, either through data or Wi-Fi or something to that effect. And you're good to go. Uh, Ted, where can people find out more information about you? Sure, uh, at uh, Twitter or Instagram, at ByTeddyK, same handle for both, um, or uh, ByTeddyK.com. When we come back, still a lot more uh, apps to talk about, uh, including the uh, Hot 5 finance apps uh, and also uh, the crazy app of the week, not Hot Dog. You'll want to stay tuned for that. Back after this. You are back with the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. We still have a lot more to talk about, including uh, what's streaming this week on Netflix, Amazon, and uh, Crave TV. And also, uh, Crazy App of the Week. This one's awesome. Not Hot Dog. If you've watched Silicon Valley, you might know what I'm talking about, but stay tuned for that. It's it's hilarious. Uh, guys, it's that time. The Weekly App Hot 5. This week, we're talking about finance and money apps. Uh, what do we got at number five? We have Bread Wallet. Bread, bread Wallet. What does this one do? So Bread Wallet is a Bitcoin app, and it's essentially an app that you can use to recover or create a new Bitcoin wallet where you can send and receive Bitcoin stuff. So uh, I use this to keep my Bitcoin portfolio, and uh, it's, uh, it's a great way to pay for things with Bitcoin. So this is for like all the, the nerds out there. I would say yes. Yes. Yeah. Do, do normal people, do you feel, use Bitcoin yet? I feel like as soon as you get into Bitcoin, you're no longer normal people. It's no. just, it, <laughs> it just, you get reassigned into the nerd category straight up. Well, it's interesting. Uh, we've actually had guests on uh, that have uh, Bitcoin ATMs mm-hmm. around town now, which yeah. is kind of interesting. So uh, this one here is an app that works on your smartphone though. Yes. Cool. Number four. We have Apple and Google Pay. So these are the apps that let you actually use your phone to pay for things. This is kind of cool. I uh, I have an iPhone, so I use uh, Apple Pay uh, extensively. I was able to basically input all my credit cards and debit cards uh, into my iPhone, and now I can just kind of hold up my iPhone when I'm making payments uh, at coffee shops or McDonald's. Or you can look super ridiculous and use your watch. I do have my Apple Watch as well, yes. So Apple Pay works with a watch. Uh, people still think that's weird. Like when I've gone into like a, a London Drugs, for example, and paid with my watch, everyone's still fascinated. Yes, because you look weird doing it. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm not paying with Bitcoin. Uh, yeah, and so Android has Android uh, Pay now uh, as well that uh, works with uh, the different Android phones. Number three, 
We have TD My Spend. Okay, obviously from TD Bank. What what does this one do? So this one right here allows you to set a spending limit for different types of things that you do. So you can have one for, you know, gas and food and whatnot. And lets you track your spending over time. So I have a TD account and I've got my mortgage with TD as well. So it shows me all of that that comes out, all of the bills that I pay, and then how much I am spending uh, on lunch, which is typically in the category of too much. <laughs> and you can set spending limits. Does it like not let you spend money on lunch? Then? It'll it'll let you spend money, but then it actually has a feature which I believe is called guilt and it just continues to send you <laughs> notifications saying, hey, you know, you should probably stop doing that. Is it taking lessons from my mother? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> What's next, guys? We've got Mint. 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 What, what is Mint all about? Mint is actually one of the most popular money man- management apps and uh, it also tracks your spending and it actually lets you categorize it and also set limits in different categories as well. This one's been around for a while. It's been around for a while. It's sort of the gold standard of these types of apps. This one is actually put out by Intuit. So these are the same people that do Quicken and QuickBooks and whatnot. So there's a, there's a good strong name behind it. And I, I like Mint as well because while I've got my TD stuff, I've also got a credit card from BMO. So you can put all of those in one space and kind of track that over time. Yep. And it also sends you weekly summaries, which is great. It falls into that guilt category yet again. Number one. We've got Mogo, which is an app we talked about last week. We actually spoke with the CEO, David Feller, about uh, their app. And it's actually really cool. It gives you credit reports on a monthly basis so you can track your credit. But it also tells you a little bit about how your credit score is built up. So all the parts that make up your credit score and affect it. This is a must-have app just for the credit score feature alone. Like if you've ever wanted that through Equifax uh, online, you have to pay money for that. This one gives it to you for free. And monthly. You can monitor the changes month over month, which is really cool. That's the Hot 5 app list of the week. When we come back, we're going to be talking about what's streaming online. What are the hot new movies and TV shows on the streaming services? Stay tuned. Thanks again for joining us on The App Show. I'm Mike Agarbo, your host. I've got Christina Stoyanova and Graham Williams with me here today as well, our uh, in-house app experts. We're going to be talking about some of the streaming releases from Netflix, Amazon, and uh, Crave TV. Uh, But first, uh, we're going to go to Graham with the streaming app of the week. So this week's new app is launching just in time for the 2017 football season, and this is ESPN for Apple TV. So the big draw here is obviously football in a very big way. The app has a new feature called 3Up, which puts one game on the screen in front of you and then three games as thumbnails at the bottom of the screen where you can watch all four of them in real time. So you can switch back and forth between any of these games instantly and you'll have the ability to rewind those screens to catch a replay. So you see something cool happening, you can switch over, hit a replay and catch all of the action on four games at once. So that is this week's streaming app of the week. It is ESPN for Apple TV. Is this going to be available in Canada? Because I know ESPN is a, uh, a U.S. broadcaster. It's available in Canada, and there's a subscription service, and so you should be able to subscribe and get those uh, those games through uh, the service that way. Now it's time to check out what's happening on Netflix, Crave, and Amazon. Streaming this week. What do we got uh, going on this uh, week on Netflix, Christina? So it's actually two weeks. We ran out of time last time, so we're going to catch you up real quick. We have the intern. Okay, Benjamin, I'm going to ask you one of our more telling questions for all of our interns. So I want you to like, this is the one to really think about, okay? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? When I'm 80. And I love myself. 
So this is a movie uh, with uh, Robert De Niro, who uh, basically joins a, uh, a tech company as an intern. Sorry, and Anne Hathaway as his boss. Uh, this was kind of, uh, I guess, a comedy, romantic comedy, somewhat. Although yeah. I guess they're not romantic between those two, but... Not between those two, but there is a romantic element uh, with Anne Hathaway and her husband in the movie. Graham, did you like it? I thought it was really funny. I really enjoyed it, and I love seeing De Niro take a paycheck from movies like this. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next, this is a, a very uh, popular... Never uh, Oops, uh, here's another popular one uh, that a lot of people have been waiting for. Marvel's The Defenders. What do you want? The same thing I've always wanted. To bring light into the dark. To bring life where there is death. For all your talk of life. So, uh... Part of the Marvel Universe. Uh, Graham, I know you're probably excited about this one. Yeah, my, honestly, I'm, I'm stoked. I think I'm kind of at maximum stokage. You know, we've got Luke Cage, we've got Jessica Jones, we've got Daredevil, and we have Danny Rand, the Iron Fist, coming together to be the Defenders. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. And I have is, to admit I'm excited too, which is nice. Why, why are you excited? <laughs> do, you know, do you know about the de- Defenders? Oh, I have watched all of those series. Really? Yes, I really have. Although I'm a little sad that the Defenders is uh, sort of messing with the schedule for Jessica Jones because I don't think they were able to film the next season because of the Defenders. So did you hear that David Tennant is coming back for season two of Jessica Jones? Jessica. Excellent. It's going to be amazing. I'm excited. (laughs) It got real nerdy in here. It did. What do we got next on Netflix? How to Get Away with Murder. I'm Professor Annalise Keating, and this is Criminal Law 100, or as I prefer to call it, How to Get Away with Murder. So, Christina, you like this series. I do like this series. This is one of the Shondaland series, and all of these, uh, Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, and this one, all of these have strong female leads, which is fantastic to see. And this is the next season of How to Get Away with Murder. There's a few seasons already available on Netflix. What do we got up next on Netflix? We have Ace Ventura. They faced incredible odds and unbeatable enemies to earn the name Hero. But now there's a new way to spell action. Jim Carrey is Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. This is a bit of an oldie but goodie. Uh, I think probably Jim Carrey at his finest. Yeah, I mean, this one has aged well, despite what people uh, might say to you. Uh, and it also has been responsible for every pair of isotoners I've ever owned. <laughs> it spawned uh, not as great sequel, but uh, again, this uh, is a classic and uh, again, uh, coming out uh, on Netflix. What do we got going on Crave TV? We have episodes. Generous offer from Celebrity Wife Swap. I'm not doing Wife Swap. This is how they see you now. As a game show host? I just got a call from Matt LeBlanc's agent. He's saying Matt asked you to write his next show. Let's just toss things out. There are no bad ideas. In an ideal world, I get to shoot people. But what if I'm a pimp? What if I'm the president? What if I come back from the dead? Are you still the president? I thought there were no bad ideas. So did I. I hope we're not keeping things in just because they're funny. (laughs) Okay, so this is one of my favorite se- uh, series that I don't think anyone has watched. Uh, Matt LeBlanc 
Joel plays himself. Friends, plays himself or an exaggerated uh, uh, sense of himself. And uh, this is about a, a couple British writers that come over to Hollywood uh, to write uh, some shows for American television. And I guess hilarity ensues. It does, in fact. And uh, the dry British humor is definitely present here, which is fantastic. I always enjoy seeing that come out. And I love Matt LeBlanc in it. It is oh, just he hilarious. is hilarious. Yeah. So this is season five and it is the last season. We've been waiting for it for two long years, but it's here. Uh, so check it out. And finally, uh, on Amazon, and I'm looking forward to this one. The Tick. Hello, world. This is an epic tale rife with destiny, adventure, blood loss. I'm good against evil. Well, look at you. Impossible. You're a superhero. Good eye. I am the tick. Well, the truth. This was based on a comic book uh, back in, I believe, the 90s. uh, Hilarious comic book series. They actually did uh, a tick TV series before with uh, Patrick... Warburton? Patrick Warburton, Warburton uh, Putty from, from Seinfeld, and he was fantastic, but it only lasted one season, and I think they printed like four copies of the DVD. I own three of them. I, so. I love that, and actually, I wish he was in this series. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd love to see him come back as like Granddaddy Tick or something like that. that w- that'd be great. Hopefully, they're listening. And Christina, you haven't, you know nothing about the tick. I have checked out. <laughs> a a six-foot-tall tick doing nothing for you. No. Got it. Absolutely nothing. Well, time to switch gears. It's crazy app of the week time. And if you've seen the uh, TV series on HBO called Silicon Valley, uh, you might already know a little bit about uh, this particular uh, app. Christina, what is it? It's called Not Hot Dog. <laughs> and... and uh, <laughs> Tell, tell listeners what this does. Um, well, I think you'll be really surprised to hear that it actually takes pictures or analyzes pictures of things and tells you what's not a hot dog. Thank God. Right? And so this was Just actually- in case you are confused <laughs> about what is and is not a hot dog, you've got an app for it. Um, yeah. Eventually, I think this app on the show morphed into uh, an app that uh, could actually... Um, tell the difference between a, uh, a penis picture and a non-penis picture. Oh, okay. Well, I don't watch the show, so I don't know <laughs> about that side of things. What I find really interesting about this, though, is it's actually an example of artificial intelligence and machine learning, which is kind of cool. And so this actually works. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I think they could really improve the app by starting to delineate the different types of hot dog. I mean, we've probably all, all been there, right? You go to buy some street meat and, you know, there's the, the cheddar jalapeno sausage, there's the smoky, there's the bratwurst, and you get it and you're like, did I actually get what I ordered or did I just get a generic, you know, street meat hot dog? I'd love to be able to, like, have an app that would look at that and say, actually, you know what, you ordered the cheddar jalapeno, there's no jalapeno in this. I feel that the segment has gone slightly off track. <laughs> Um, Christina, this uh, app, uh, where is it available? For people who want to know if it's a hot dog or not a hot dog. It's available on both platforms for free. Not hot dog, and you don't even have to pay for it. (laughs) It's like a a dream come true. Uh, Don't forget, uh, if you want to comment on the apps uh, that we cover on the show, you can visit our website and uh, our Facebook page specifically. 
AppShowRadio.com is the webpage. Uh, that actually has links directly to our Facebook page as well. Uh, Facebook page as well. And we so want to hear from you. We want to hear if you like some of the apps we cover, your thoughts on them. And if you've got some uh, app suggestions uh, for us to cover on the program, we would love that too. There are literally millions of apps now. So uh, we're always looking for the uh, the hottest and latest uh, ones that are out there. And, you know, there's always these little gems that, uh, you know, people find and discover. And we'd like to share those uh, with the uh, the listeners. So please help us out. Uh, we would love to uh, uh, hear from you. When we come back from the break, we got a little bit more uh, app show to uh, cover. And uh, this week, it's uh, travel app of the week. And you'll want to stay tuned for this one. You're back with the app show. One more segment left. One of my favorites. Travel app of the week. Brought to you by Always Online Wireless. Prepaid SIM cards for international travelers. Get yours at alwaysonlinewireless.com. What do you got for us, Christina? I have XC Currency. So this is an app to help you convert some money. I love this app. I use this uh, when I'm in other countries. Uh, I used it extensively when I was in Taiwan and China as well. And it was so helpful. Oh my God. It makes such a big difference if you don't love having to do that math in your head. And for me, it's always a chore. I'd much rather just punch things into my, uh, my app. Explain to the listeners how it works. So you can actually add currencies right on your home screen and you type in um, the amount that you're trying to convert, whether it's in Canadian or in the foreign currency, and it'll convert it for you into Canadian or the foreign currency. I like how easy it is to go back and, and forth and you can put multiple currencies in there as well. Yeah, you can add as many as you need and you can actually set currency alerts as well if you're, um, if you're looking to get a great exchange rate. The app name again and where you can get it? It's XE Currency, and it's available on both Android and iPhone. Thank you, Christina. That's all the time we have left. Don't forget to hit our Facebook page. You can access it uh, through our website, appshowradio.com, or just look us up uh, on Facebook itself. You can interact with us there. Tell us some of the apps that you love and give us your opinions on some of the things we covered. That's all the time we have left for Graham and Christina and myself, Mike Agarbo. We'll see you again next time. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.